Hope you had a great weekend everyone, this is Kian, your host here and welcome to Disrupting Asia. Now if you're new here, Disrupting Asia is a platform that helps to connect entrepreneurs like you here in Asia. Our aim is to build communities around the continent and to become the number one source for reliable news and information around Asia startups. Every week we will feature talented entrepreneurs here in Asia who build and grew successful businesses. We will also talk about essential skills, tools and systems that will make not only your business but also you personally more successful. So if you're new here, consider subscribing. Now in this week we will talk about 7 time-saving hacks for entrepreneurs. As entrepreneurs, executives and managers, we are faced with full calendars and long days, but we often tend to wear too many hats and do mind-boggling activities that look simple but turn into time-consuming tasks. So let's jump right into it. Here are 7 time-saving hacks for entrepreneurs. Number 1. What's the outcome of the meeting? Meetings are among the biggest time wasters, therefore it's absolutely crucial to ask before, hey, what's the outcome of this meeting? If you are the one scheduling the meeting, ask yourself whether it's absolutely necessary to hold this meeting. Yes, communication and collaboration is important, but again, quite often a meeting is not as necessary as we think. Employees absolutely hate having their schedule full of unnecessary meetings. Look therefore for alternative ways to communicate your message, like through emails. Also, look at the option to cancel regular meetings for good or at least to cancel a regular meeting if it's not really necessary and your message can be communicated through a simple email to keep your team in the loop. Number 2. 5 minutes or 10 minute calls. This one is another big time waster. We often get sudden calls from our team, from vendors, suppliers, managers, some VIP or partner and they wanna come to your office or just wanna talk to you. So if you're currently engaged in other things, here's how you answer the phone. Hey Brian, glad you're calling, I've got a question for you. Is this a 5 minute or a 10 minute call? Hey John, this is a 10 minute conversation. Great Brian, I don't have 10 minutes at the moment, can we schedule the talk for later today? I have a time slot at 3pm available, does this work for you? Oh yes, absolutely. Perfect. Put it into your calendar, I will call you at 3pm and will give you 10 minutes. Great John, many things, click boom, done. Now let me tell you what the other person will think. The other person will think, oh wow, he really respects my time. So if you're going to call them, they know that you won't waste their time either. And the more you do it, and your employees will know about this, the more they will adapt it to their teams. Speaking, you don't only save your time, but you will also save other people's time. Number 3. Be direct when communicating. Now it can be also the complete opposite. Speaking from time to time, you have to call somebody. Say you're the executive say you're the executive or manager, you have to naturally respect the other person's time as well. Hey John, I know you're busy, it will just take five minutes, I just have one thing to address, do you have time right now? So by already informing about this, you will cut the small talk like Hey John, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? How was your vacation in Spain? What do you think about the latest football match? Etc. Etc. And you will avoid turning a 5 minute talk into a 35 minute conversation. So when you call someone, let them know it just takes 5 minutes and you'll be off the phone in 5 minutes. You show respect by valuing their time and you won't waste your precious time either. Number 4. Let me get back to you. When we're on the phone talking to someone and confronted with an important decision, we often catch ourselves not thinking clear, coming up with all the solutions while again wasting 10, 15 or 20 minutes. So before you start wasting time and time again, here's what you do. Hey Brian, this requires me to think and look deeper into the matter. Let me get back to you today by 4pm. 
or hey Brian this requires me to sleep on this let me call you tomorrow by nine o'clock does this work for you yes perfect then schedule it right away and have enough time thinking about this when you're out for lunch while going home at the dinner doesn't matter when but you have enough time to properly think not getting distracted in the process and give a better answer Oh, and by the way, it doesn't work that way that you won't call them back. You actually have to get back to them. Number five, have systems in place for your employees. Now, I'm personally all about one-on-one -on -one meetings because it's important that employees receive personal feedback and get a personal instruction to the company, for example. But if you're the one teaching, if you're the educator in your company, you may lose lots of time here and there to talk with every single employee about the same points over and over again. So here's what you do. Make a list with a number of certain topics that are important but generic and repetitive, where it's not important to talk one-on-one -on -one with the employee and create videos on these topics and upload them to your website. Okay, Create videos on these topics and upload them to your website. This way the employees also can watch these videos at their pace and can access them whenever questions arise. Again, giving performance feedback or an instruction to the company, for example, should be definitely done personally and not just by, hey, watch this video. There are certain softwares where your team can log into through a personal password. But other than that, you can also add your videos to YouTube and set them private. Forward then the link to your team and let them watch the videos. By setting YouTube videos private, no one else without a link can watch these videos. So again, develop systems and standard operation procedures that allow you to save time individually training employees. Number six, who's taking the lead? When you're building a company, you have often multiple projects to work on with your team. So when you're developing an action plan for each of these projects, make sure that you have dedicated persons for each task who will take the lead. Say your plan involves six steps, ask straightforward who'll be responsible for each step. Like, hey John, I know you're good at XYZ, can you handle step one? Hey Michael, you're good at ABC, can you handle step two? Melissa, I know you're an expert in DEF, can you handle step three? Then you will get immediately answers like, oh yes, I will take the lead on that, that's what I'm good at. Boom, done, and you step away and it saves you a lot of time. So if you don't do that, everybody feels committed to do every single step in each of these projects. Number seven, have a gatekeeper. A gatekeeper is often a secretary who takes your calls and handles important time-consuming tasks that are unnecessary for entrepreneurs, executives and managers, such as travel arrangements, incoming calls, scheduling appointments, you name it. Free up your time to focus on important tasks that involve growing your business and nothing else. Hire a secretary or, if you don't have the budget, outsource it. There are many virtual assistant companies that can handle all types of requests, especially handling telephone calls and running your calendar. Alright, so the key takeaway for this week is simple. Make space for yourself and only spend time on growing your company and nothing else. Outsource it, delegate your tasks. That's it for this week. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast via on every major platform, including iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Also, make sure you like us on Facebook and join our Facebook group, Disrupting Asia. Have a great week and keep it crushing.